This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. You not perceive and know it. Now listen, this is a thing because it, it, it goes into this area of the will he says and will you not give heed to it will you will you partner up with it will you participate in it will you yield and surrender to and say you know what that is God and I'm not going to be fighting against God I'm going to go with God you know the message Bible is very plain it says don't you see it what's he talking about the new thing there is a new for you turn to your neighbor and say God's got new for you well, the context of this, he goes down through, but it's this. He, he says, I'm making a way. I'm making a new way. I love the message, Bible. it says, I'm making a road through. And interesting, you know, the, the Bible talks about a path, but it also talks about a road. Boy, a path sometimes is difficult to discern. If you've ever been out in the woods, sometimes it can be very subtle. It can be very, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's really not clear. But a road is something different now. God says, I'm going to make it a road. I'm going to make it a road. Funny thing about the, the narrow way or the narrow paths or the narrow road is it's right in the middle of the broad road. Amen. And you have to have eyes to see those lines, don't we? What, what would that, making a road a way or a road through and out of the old, through and into the new? The new what? Measures and dimensions and, uh, of kingdom life, both in spirituals and naturals. You didn't separate your spiritual life from your natural life. There, it's one life we're living here. We're spiritual people in a natural world. We're in the world, but we don't have to be of the world. It doesn't dictate to us. It's, we're not to be conformed to its image than everybody else. We talk different. We do different. We are different. Amen. <clears throat> See, in an, we are in a new season, and we need to be alert and aware to time to times and to timings. There is a set and appointed and a right time. The message Bible says in Ecclesiastes 3 and 1, there's an opportune time to do things, a right time for everything on earth. Ecclesiastes uh, 3 and 1 in the Amplified Bible reads this way, to everything there is a season and a time for every matter or purpose under heaven. Now where God's perspective is concerned, every matter matters. God is very purposeful. Proverbs 10 and 5 in the Passion Bible says this, Know the importance of the season you're in, and a wise son or daughter you'll be. But what a waste when an incompetent son or daughter, let me, let me, let me define incompetence, can't tell time. What a waste when an incompetent son or daughter can't, who can't tell time sleeps through his or her day of opportunity. You know, opportunities come with expiration dates. 
They come within a framework of time. There is an opportune time for every opportunity. You know, the gospel is a great opportunity. It's for those that will, and it's also for those that will not. It's a, it's a choice to believe. Believing is a choice. It is a decision. It's not a feeling. It's not, it's not factual, you know, to be actual. It's simply, will you believe or will you not believe that God is? We believe that God is, first of all. It's impossible to please God that God is. I'm going to speak to a thing here because, see, you get the measure that you measure it with. There, I, I've got born again in a denomination. You would know what one if I called it. I'm not going to do it because I'm not going to go home and fight with Sandy over calling things that should be called out. But anyhow, the, the, I thank God for it. Now listen, the measure that they measured God with was the new birth. Boy, they'd get you born again. They could get you born again with fried chicken and biscuits on a Thursday night. They'd bait you with fried chicken, the holy bird, and, and biscuits on a Wednesday night. Before it's said and done, you just wanted to give your heart to Jesus. Because they, they believed strongly in that measure. But now listen, as far as the measure, uh, the measuring God as a healer, didn't do it. Every prayer they prayed, God, if it be thy will. Well, you know, the will of God is the word of God. Look in there. There was, matter of fact, one gentleman that came to him that had leprosy, incurable uh, disease in the natural, but God had given a prescription, I mean, you know, for it, um, which Jesus always talked to. He said, go show yourself to the priest. He had to believe that, that, that you were healed or not healed. But there was a, a leper that came to him. He said, if you will, you can heal me. And Jesus said, I will. Well, what, what difference does it make, you know, what the disease or malady or sickness was? The will of God is, if you question whether or not it be he will, he goes, I will. Be healed. All right? But see, if you don't measure God as a healer, you won't have him as a healer. You must first believe that God is a healer. Same thing with the baptism of the Holy Spirit. All right? The, the denomination I was in, they just said, this is all that there is. And that's all they had, the rebirth. This, this, you got all the Spirit of God that there is in the rebirth. And that's all they had. Because they didn't measure him in more, which and consequently, you go through the Bible for yourself. Check it out. Do your own homework. Don't take somebody's word for it. Check it according to the Scriptures. It's a Scripture doesn't lie. The scripture doesn't twist it. The scripture is the truth. And if anybody, if there was a subsequent experience with the Holy Spirit, other than the rebirth of uh, the, in the new birth, if anybody in there experienced it, then we can experience it. That's why it's written, so that we can have them as an example. Well, if God did it for them, he's not a respecter of persons. He is... It's a live promise today. See, for most people, it was someday, back in the day, or someday. But no, these are all live promises right now. If you measure them as a live promise, it's good. It's good, amen. There's no expiration date on this stuff right here. Hallelujah. There's no ex. Listen, there was a fulfillment of the old law. Aren't you glad you didn't have to bring a turtle dove and your knife? Or a lamb. Or a goat. 
or an ox. God forbid you had a hard time, bring your own self, much less go out there and bring all that other. God forbid that you had to get an ox ready to come to church. Amen. I mean, cattle trailers all over out here. Dear God in heaven, just a bloody mess everywhere you go. I mean, those folks really had to want to worship God, didn't they? And here we are. I mean, you come in, it's air conditioned, got a padded whatever or whatever, you know, for your thing to set in there and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, and my goodness, oh, it's too hot, it's too cold, it's too wet, it's too dry. <laughs> Sister Sue came to visit, so we need to make do over her. It's like, you know, it's, it's, uh, I'll tell you, you come to our house, it's like, we'll be back. If you don't want to go, we'll be back. Love you to come. But if not, we'll be back. We'll do you after we do God. I raise a hallelujah in the presence of my enemies. Oh, it wasn't my enemy, it was my relative. I raise a hallelujah with them what wants me to stay with thee. I raise a hallelujah. Gotta go and see what God's got for me. You stay here, I'll be back. If you got any sense, I'm going with you. (laughs) Oh, got to hurry. Only got about 60 seconds left of the 120 second attention span of the modern day generation. The Message Bible says this. Luke twelve fifty four through 56. Uh, Jesus turned around to the crowd and he said, When you see the, the clouds coming in from the west, you say, Storm's coming. And you're right. And when the wind comes out of the south, you'll say, Oh, this will be a hot one. Alabama hot. Folks other places think they know hot, but there's Alabama hot. Amen. Oh, this will be a hot one. And you're right. Frauds, you know how to tell a change in the weather, so don't tell me you can't tell a change in the season. Now listen, the God season we're in right now. See, a season is a phase or a stage, a period, a time of, a fixed time, a proper or suitable time. Some cinnamons that, cinnamons, cinnamon buns, synonyms that, that are descriptive of, of being in season. It means available, obtainable, to be had, readily available, obtainably, an offer. See? We could say, you know, in January, well, summer squash is not an offering. It's not in season. Amen. In the season. See, this is a season of a new offering, a new opportunity of God's new way. People take things so lightly, but, you know, Jesus went on to say in Luke, the 19th chapter, is, remember, he's, he, he's talking to people that were some of them were awake and alert and aware and present to it, and other people just clung to the old. He addressed that. He goes, when new wine comes, when the new thing comes, 
He goes, some people have no taste for it because they say the old wine is better. But you can't put new wine in an old cracked bottle. You can't fit the new into what fit into the old because it's old. God's done with that. That's not what God is doing. It's what God did then. The new is what God is doing now. Jesus emphasized again a God season and the importance of knowing that. When he was in in chapter 19, uh, down around verse 41 through 44, the message Bible, he was entering Jerusalem, and this was the finishing phase. He would die. He would be crucified and die, be buried and raised again in Jerusalem. When he came in Jerusalem, he wept over the city. What's a city made up? He wept over its people. And he said this, he goes, If only you had recognized this day and everything that was good for you. But now it's too late. In the days ahead, I'm going to paraphrase this, he goes, Your enemies are going to come at you and your enemies are going to gain the upper hand over you. And what he was saying, he goes, this season right now is preparatory for the next. Every season is preparatory for the next. God isn't behind of things. He's ahead of things. You know, seasons change, so we need to be prepared. The best preparation is God's preparation. If you'd only known and recognized the day... And he said, so all this suffering and destruction that the enemy had planned for you, if you'd have recognized what I had planned for you, you wouldn't have have suffered what the devil had planned for you. Listen, he said, all this because you didn't recognize and welcome God's personal visit. You know, I'm sent here today personally to give you this message of God's personal visit. Invitation, God's personal offering, God's personal message to you, right out of Isaiah. And it's either believed and received or it's, it's rejected and left alone. Well, now you don't look much like Jesus to me. See, that was the problem that when Jesus came and he addressed that, they said, you know what, you really don't, you don't really look like a preacher. You look more like a carpenter's son. Matter of fact, you're Mary's son. Matter of fact, we've known you all your life, you little cuz. I don't know where you're getting all these words of miracles from, but I'm going to tell you what. Now, you're, don't you remember? You're just a carpenter. And Jesus said this. He said, now listen. He said, if you're, it's not me you're rejecting, but the one that sent me. Boy, it set him off when, when he pulled it out of yesterday and someday and brought it into today. He said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me to preach this message to you. Then he sat down. They were good with that. He'd read the scriptures many times. He had the, you know. But he, when he sat down, what set him off, he goes, let me paraphrase it. He goes, and it's today. Right here, right now. 
Let's throw him off a cliff. Because he's just a... No. See, is it as if Jesus were personally present, and he is from his word and the witness of the Holy Ghost, this message, I'm doing a new thing, and it's a new season, and you need to know it. And you need to give heed to it because it's important that you understand and know and recognize the season that you're in. Because if you don't, see, what I planned for you, you'll miss what the devil has planned for you. There's some stuff coming. He said, "There in the days ahead. Everybody say the days ahead. See, that's kind of stuck right in. He said, in the days ahead, there's destruction that's been planned for you. And I'm weeping over that because the situation is you could have missed it. But because you're missing this, you're not going to miss that. But you could have missed it. Oh, I believe that. Amen. I mean, you know, hallelujah. I mean, the devil has set traps for me and Miss Sandy in our marriage, but we've missed them. We're still here. Still together. And you know the devil has set traps for, uh, for you. You can miss them. The Bible says wisdom. It says if, you're, if, you're, if you see the bird in the tree and you go, Hey bird, look, I'm going to set a trap for you. Because I want to eat you for supper. And the bird goes, What? I see you. I see that snare. I'm out of here. Is the bird stupid? The Bible says the snare is set in the sight, you know, uh, of, of any bird. It's not going to be effective. If you knew when the, when the thief was going to come, you wouldn't have suffered loss. Jesus said in the days ahead, don't you think the devil won't try some stuff on you? But here's the thing. I wanted to come with this personal message and personal, uh, and, and, and personal offer and a personal opportunity for you to get prepared for that. So that when he does come, the only thing he sees is two steel little eyeballs looking at him through the hole in the door. And when he peeps, it says, knock, knock, can I come in? I'm cancer. I've got happiness for you. And you go, boom, boom. And you look out and just ain't nothing left of him. It's hard to miss with a shotgun. Some of you got one bullet. Click, 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 Honey, you know, you're saving that silver bullet. Oh, I believe, I believe, I believe. Men, do a shotgun. Have a shotgun thing. Amen. I may be loaded, armed, and dangerous. Scatter gun. It scatters the devil. Oh, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Oh, by the stripes that wounded Jesus, I am healed and made whole. I am the healed of God. I am the, I, I, I am the loved and beloved of God. He carried away all my sicknesses and diseases. So why are you trying to bring them back and dump them on top of me? Boom, 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 boom. And then pretty soon he go, you know, I found out just three little pellets will drive him off. He'd back up and go wait for a better time. What's the better time? When you ain't loaded. When, you ain't, when you're not alert and present. The word's not in abundance in your heart. Why do I come to church? Hear the word of God. You know, for some of you, the new thing would be to fill up and get in the overflow with the word of God. Get trained for ruling and reigning. 
Well, now, brother, now you know how you're going to die if you don't get sick. You can die without go, without being sick. You can just close your eyes and say, I'm ready, fulfilled, satisfied, contented. I'm going home. Catch the next plane right out of here. You don't have to be driven out of your body. It's your body. Now you're making plans for sickness and disease. Making plans to die of something. Well, we all going to die. But you don't have to die that way. Amen. Close your eyes. The Bible says that, uh, that Jacob was set up on his bed, brought his sons and grandchildren in there and blessed them. It says, then he drawed up his knees into his bed, laid down, closed his eyes, and went home to be with the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, it was a sick bed. No, he's just old. He's just old, amen. Woke up from his nap and the Lord told him, said, get him in here. He said, You're going home. Well, better yet, Moses walked up the hill, the mountain, and was gathered to his people. They didn't push him up there in a wheelchair. They didn't have to carry him up there by ambulance. They didn't have to have hospice in there for him. He walked up there. I'm not diminishing any of those things. Thank God for the compassion and the care of the Lord. Are you listening? God wants to help people. God wants to bless people. Are you listening? But I'm going to tell you what now. There's a, you can die any old way that you want to. I hope we can talk you into living in a better way than you have been. Amen. Anybody can die the tricks to live. <gasps> well, you never know. Yes, you do know. Of course you know. Amen. You can know. If you know the Lord, he'll tell you. He told Moses, told Aaron. Time, come on. Going home. There's a, read Ecclesiastes. There's a time to be born. There's a time to die. Amen. I'm not going to die not knowing. I don't, I'm not going to live not knowing. Well, you never know. That's a religious statement. And I'm telling you what now, you can be religious if you want to, but the reality is you're aware of what God's doing. Amen. Why would you be offended at me wanting to prod you into wanting to know God more and better? Don't be unknowing. No. Perceive it. It'd be a new thing for you. Now, you know, I mean, Sandy at least has the common courtesy to... To, you know, we let one another know what we're doing, where we're at, because we love one another and we're in a relationship. I don't have to tell you everything I'm doing, but her, I should be responsible to her out of love. Vice versa, same thing. Jesus said, because you're my friend, I tell you everything I'm doing. Everything, everything. There isn't anything I've hidden from you. I told you, I'm telling you not just, I'm, I'm interpreting the past, I'm helping you understand this, and but I'm going to tell you what's going to happen in the future. Because you are my friends. I give you the Holy Ghost to show you the things that are to come. You don't have to be taken by surprise by the enemy. You can know what's happening and what is about to happen if you understand that I'm ready to come and move in with you, have supper with you. If you'll fix me a place overnight, heck, I'll stay with you. Me and my father will come and move in, live with you. But now the key is you've got to pay attention to the word. See, it's not Easter. You know, he'll visit you with Easter if that's all you want. If that's all you can stand to God, he'll come. You know, I mean, 
Easter and Christmas. Praise the Lord. Get double this year. Amen. All right. God wants to, listen, he says, do you see it? I want, to, I, want you to, I want you to see the, do you see the setup? See, preparation is for promotion or demotion. If you're prepared, you're promoted. If you're unprepared, you suffer a demotion. The devil robbed from you. If you're prepared, God can give more to you. If you're unprepared, the devil will steal what even little bit you think you have. That's how it works in the kingdom. And this isn't about your denomination or your previous experience and how mama did it and all that kind of stuff. This is a new thing. It's a reality of the kingdom of God. They were so offended that Jesus talked about, moved there someday into today and said, the kingdom of God, right here, right now, at hand. I'm sent to tell you. Here it is. And then he showed them. Amen. Listen. Don't you see it? See the setup of preparation for promotion or destruction. See, because while God's trying to set you up, so's the devil. How many of you ever found that to be true? Remember when God started witnessing to you? Here come Delilah. Here comes Lot. Here comes Uncle Laban. Here comes the religious leaders of the day. Oh, now calm down. It don't take all of that. Keep your amens in private. It's all right if you want to get excited, but don't do it here in public. No more talk about this Holy Ghost stuff, understand? That was then, this is now. We got all there is, do we? Jesus had the Spirit of God without measure. You can't hardly stand to be blessed like God wants to really bless you. I mean, sometimes he just, he just is real careful and just takes a little eyedropper full and you blow up. I mean, you just have a fit. Just can't hardly control yourself. Isn't that right? I mean, Saul was a disobedient booger. I mean, that rascal couldn't get it right for getting it wrong. But he, when he got, listen, God, he'd get the, uh, he was going to kill David one day and David was with Samuel and by the, he just didn't even get close. And the boy tore off all his clothes, laid naked on the ground and babbled. Are you listening? And God just said one little eyedropper full of, I don't think so on you. Amen. God didn't kill him. He just let him know. Boy, when you're bumping into this one over here, you're bumping into me. Because there's something around him. There's something on him. There's a Holy Spirit and anointing around him. You ain't even going to get closer. You look like a babbling idiot. Praise the Lord. That's better than ADT. That's better than old Clint Eastwood's 44. Are you listening? You're about done. You've been here too long already. I I used up my 60 seconds plus. God, listen, step up to the setup. God's new thing, God's new way, God's new day for you. John 10 and 10, the Message Bible uh, says it, and then we'll finish with this. Pastor Ron's going to come. Jesus said this, a thief is only there to steal and kill and destroy. I came so they can have real and eternal life, more and better life than they ever 
dreamed of, I am the good shepherd. You know, God wants to, what if God wants to bless you in a greater measure? What if this is the day of a greater measure? Boy, you know, sometimes it stretches us, doesn't it? The new challenges the old. But God would engage us, thank God. David said it this way, he goes, oh please. God, please, whatever you do, don't take your Holy Spirit from me. God, give me a new heart. Renew a right spirit within me. I've been too many days. This has lasted too long and too strong. I've hit from you. Look at your neighbor and say, are you holding back? you holding out on God because I'll tell you God will engage you he'll confront you he'll step right up in the middle of your stuff and he'll go listen are you going to keep limiting me I came personally to visit you but I came to engage you I came to enlarge and expand you. I want to give you a different measure. I want to bring a new measure of my pleasure to your life. I want I want you to I want you to be bigger and better than all that because I've got a lot more for you. Oh, I wouldn't go to a church where I knew more than they did. Where I knew more than the preacher. I wouldn't hang around folk that, that I'm the I'm the big and they're all the little. I want to get around people that are hungry and thirsty and believe that there's a God who is greater. He is great and greater. He's the greatest. I want to be around people that, that there's the passion of their life is the pursuit of God. And that they're not just running to run, treading water and staying in place. Are you listening? And calling that a, and calling that winning the race on the treadmill of just status quo and how it's always been. Boy, turn me loose on a road that leads to God, the highway of holiness. Where I gotta strip off some stuff in order to in order to gain some stuff that's better. Get me with some folks that are willing to lay aside some things in order to catch God. Amen. Get me with some people that know there's a God who is more than they have right now. More than they ever hoped. More than they ever dreamed. More than they ever thought possible. I'm telling you, God's trying to set you up. Some of you are so stuck on the setback, but God is trying to set you up. It's time to step up to the setup and recognize, boy, when God comes a calling, He knows that He told Peter this. I want one more witness for this promotion or demotion thing. He told Peter, He said, Now listen, son, I know you think you got it all together. I know that you think that that you're the chief among but here's what I'm going to tell you now he said I'm going to tell you the truth the devil has asked to have you he loved to get his hands on you but I prayed for you I'm, I'm, I'm personally giving you special attention right now 
is something's going to happen. You're going to deny me. He said, but on the other side of that, when you're converted, when you come through that on the other side of that, he said, I want you to strengthen all the other guys that have denied me too. Because you're a leader. They're going to follow you. They'll follow you out, but they'll follow you back in, son. I want you to know I'm taking this special time and a special message with a special invitation because there's a destruction planned for you, but I've got a promotion for you. Understand? If you'll take this seriously, I've got a promotion for you. Oh, what a day, what a time we have arrived at. Don't be religious with it. Don't be stuck on, you know, 12 o'clock. I got to get out of here because I, I got things that I do. You know, July, I do certain things. And church, I fit it in. But I'm going to tell you what God says. Listen, I'm going to do a new thing. I want you to wake up to it. I want you to step up into it because I'm trying to set you up for a promotion. I'm trying to get a new measure, a more measure into your life. I want to do some things with you. If I can do something in you, I can do something to you. I want to do miracles in your life. I want to be, I want you to experience what it's like to see miracles come out of your mouth, at your word. That when you say a thing, I do a thing. That when you speak anointed words, we're speaking mouth to mouth. And when you say it, I'm saying it. And I'll see to it that it happens. Yeah, yeah. I want to use you as a witness like never before. I want to put a boldness in you that right now you run the other way and you cave in because of a little bit of confrontation with the devil. But when it's all said and done, you're going to stand up there and you're going to be a witness for me and you won't know what to say, but I'm going to give you what to say. And they will not be able to stand before the wisdom and the insight that's coming out of your mouth. Somebody ought to hear what I'm telling you today. Somebody ought to realize I'm in a new season. You know, you got to shift with the season, don't you? You know, the, you can tell the weather. Oh, it's cold outside. I, I'm going to make adjustments in my life. Oh, it's raining outside, so I'm going to make adjustments in my life. Listen, I'm telling you, there's a new season. You need to make some adjustments in your life. You need to get in step and in tune and in time with God. Some of you have been waiting on God and God said, I've been waiting a long time to bring you to the place where you could step in time for me because there's a new song that God's singing over you. And you need to understand there's a new beat. There's a new rhythm. There's new lyrics. There's a new message. Hallelujah. And it ought to move you. I don't get any stars beside my name when we stand in front of heaven, whether people accept this or reject this. The one thing God asked me to do was obey Him. Go say what I tell you. Don't take nothing from it. Don't take anything. Don't add anything to it. He said, but you need to tell the truth about why you're here. Why are we here? I'll tell you why we're here today. You think you came by accident. You might have, it might just be your own good idea. I'll tell you more than that. It was a God idea to present a thing to you. And for you to respond to that one way or the other. You know, there comes a moment in time. And we have those moments in the movement of God when we have to respond to the message that God's saying to us. Let me boil it down real, real simple. All right, for you. 
Because it's no, I don't know how God's going to deal with you over the new in your life. See, the old way may be, you know, so entrenched. I, 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 I don't understand. All I have to say is God's wanting to do a new thing. And it's a new season and the new and the timing of it is right now. And by faith, He asks you to believe it so that you can receive it. By faith, He asks you to just take Him at His word. And if you'll take God at His word, you will see His works. The reason why you don't see God's works is because you don't take Him at His word. That'll help a couple of you. There are a couple of you here that when we stand in front of God, you'll hear me say that, and God will say, Well, you never took me at my word. That's why you didn't see my words. I'm going to take God at His word. Every head bow, every eye close in the name of Jesus. If you're here today, you've never asked Jesus into your heart. Could this be your day of salvation? For the Bible says, Today is the day of salvation. Now is the time. What does that mean? It Salvation hinges upon not what you do for God, being good enough, trying to earn it, a reward for your hard labor and hard work of being good enough. It is simply accepting I never will be good enough, but Jesus was more than enough, and I'm going to accept what he did for me. It's not about what I do for God. It's what God did for me. That's how I enter into the grace of God. That's the faith that I have. All my hope, all my righteousness is in the precious blood of Jesus sacrificed for me. As that blood washed away, took away, didn't just cover, but took away my sin. That blood gave me a brand new life. That that blood bought for me redemption that I could not do for me myself, but God did that for me all by His self. On the cross, it was God personally present in Jesus, reconciling the world to himself. If you're here today, you've never asked Jesus into your heart. Accept the Lordship of Jesus. Call upon him right now with me together. Everybody here uh, in this uh, in this house, let's pray together. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus be, my Lord. be my Lord. I accept, I accept your, sacrifice your sacrifice as my sacrifice. As my sacrifice. I can't be good enough, but I declare with my mouth, you are more than enough. And all my hope, all my rightness, all my right with God is on what you've done. I accept, Jesus, your offer of abundant, eternal, more in real life, better than I ever could have hoped, better than I ever could have dreamed. Now wash my sins away. Cleanse me and give me a new heart. I accept this new life. And I thank you for it. Amen. Now listen, if you prayed that prayer, there's going to be people up here that will help you out in the, in, in the first steps of that journey. Uh, the Bible says that we need to acknowledge the Lord. His Lordship in our life. Just come tell Him, I gave my heart to the Lord. If you were coming back to the Lord, maybe you've been far away, come back to Jesus. Come back to Jesus. Come on up into today with Jesus. Let today be a brand new day where God starts a brand new thing in your life. Amen. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. 
For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church. Thank you.